following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the auto value bumper-to-bumper parts studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 radio stations strong. Make the transition to the huge show from whatever you're listening to. It's worth it. Do you listen live? Those 19 stations at thehugeshow.net. Speaking of thehugeshow.net, tonight at 6 p.m. until Monday at 3 p.m. Our annual tribute to the legacy of the late Mike Sadler, former Michigan State punter. The tribute show that aired a couple of days after he died in that tragic auto wreck in Wisconsin. Joe Jason filled in that day for me. I was with my kids at Cedar Point when I got that call from Mitch Lyons. And Mitch Lyons jumped in with Joe. That tribute show will air in its entirety every three hours from 6 p.m. tonight until 3 p.m. on Monday at thehugeshow.net. And nothing but huge love. Karen Sadler, Mike's sister, and the entire Sadler family and the extended Michigan State family that still grieve and feel the loss of Mike. He was a good guy. Came in studio. I always told him, man, I said, you have a career in broadcasting, but he was set to go to Stanford Law School. The most important thing doing this show since April of 1992 is that I've been able to help keep the memories and legacies alive of great people I came across. Whether it's from sports, military, law enforcement, Gold Star families. Best thing I've done. When I can just be a very minute part of a family finding a way to get through a loss, and I don't think anybody ever gets through losing a child or losing a loved one. You find a way just to move on, but also the most important thing I've come across with any of these families, they just don't want people to forget their son or their daughter. They just don't. And Mike was a special human being, and you can see... The way people just show up in masses and support him and the Mike Sadler Foundation after he passed away talks about his impact he had on life. That was July 24, 2016. Hmm. Seven years ago. And Atwater Brewing in downtown GR, they do the annual Mike Sadler 
celebration. So good people, man. You know, we can argue about sports. We can argue about teams. We can argue about anything. Tigers, you know, Michigan State, Michigan, Lions, Pistons, Wings, whatever. Uh, But at the end of the day, we all have hearts and we all care. And Mike Sadler is missed and will be missed forever. But his family and his friends all find a way to celebrate what he did when on this earth. And it was a life well lived, cut short, uh, but well lived. So that celebration at Atwater Brewery in downtown Grand Rapids on Sunday and the small thing we can do by replaying uh, the tribute show with Joe Jason and Mitch Lyons and Mark D'Antonio and others. They even played some sound bites when Mike would come on and talk Big Ten football with me. He showed up at a couple of remotes. I had great broadcasting talent. And I think would have been a heck of a lawyer. And still was chasing his NFL dream as a punter. So that tribute show airs tonight at 6 p.m. All three hours will repeat until Monday at 3 p.m. at thehugeshow.net. Now inside this hour, Dan Hasty, talented play-by-play voice of the Tigers' high-A affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps in the Midwest League. He'll join us. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live later on the 151st Open across the Atlantic and also round three of the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA team event at the Midland Country Club with our affiliate there in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, 100.9 FM. Zolkul and Knight, eight under on alternate shot today. I'll have that leaderboard, open leaderboard, American Brian Harmon at 10 under. A five-shot lead on Tommy Fleetwood, who is at five under after two rounds. Tigers are hanging around, as John Vanderwall said yesterday on the huge show for the North Kent Golf Course. They are in a pennant race. We're nearing the end of July. The question is, will they do something before the trade deadline, not to have a fire sale, but maybe to bring in a bat or two? Dan Hasty, like I said, voice of the Tigers high affiliate, West Michigan Whitecaps, he's ready to talk some Tigers and MLB baseball. How you doing, my friend? That's good, man. I, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's fun to have this conversation, right? We just don't get to have it very often. So that's the first thing. But, yeah, it'll, it'll come down to, I, I think, less about how the Tigers play. Obviously, if they do what they did over the past week, you win two out of three in Seattle, you win three out of four against Kansas City. Like, yeah, that's good. But you also need the teams in front of you, the Minnesotas and the Clevelands, to to slip up a little bit. Because if you go look at it right now and you go look at the percentage chance of the Tigers to make the playoffs or even just to win the Central, it's like 1% right now. It's not very high. So not only do they need to take care of their business, but they need a little help in front of them as well. What do you think the Tigers are thinking right now? Uh, when they look at the standings, only five back. They gained a game yesterday with the Twins losing in Seattle and the Tigers winning in Kansas City. What do you think their direction will be here in the next 10 days? I think there's a lot of people who are just excited that we can care about scoreboard watching for a change. <laughs> we just don't do that around here, right? I mean, it's been 10 years since we've cared about the games that other teams are playing. So I think the Tigers are probably looking at this as a chance to, you know, essentially do a little bit of both. I don't think it's out of the question, and I think good teams do this. I think they buy and sell. I think they take the pieces that they don't think they'll be able to retain long-term. They flip those guys, and then perhaps they they take some of those pieces they get back, and and they flip those guys 
for bats or for arms or for whatever that the Tigers think they need. I, I don't think it's crazy that they could buy and sell at this deadline. I think they could do a little bit of both. What's impressed you the most about uh, the 2023 Tigers, Dan, that you didn't see coming last March? <laughs> well, you know, I, I I think the popular answer is probably the bullpen because, you know, it, it's easy to say, well, you, you've got rid of Joe Jimenez, Greg Soto, Andrew Chafin left to go sign as a free agent with Arizona, and you didn't know what you had in there. I always was of the belief that Chris Better was going to make a really strong bullpen, regardless of who was there. I mean, it's like it's like the chef. If you have a good chef, that chef's going to make you a good meal. It's the whole Bill Parcells, let me pick out the groceries type of thing. So I've always thought that they were going to have a good bullpen regardless, and then here we are. Alex flying at the back, Jason Foley, who very well could slide into the back of that bullpen if need be. I mean, there, there's a few other pieces in there that have done a really nice job this year. But overall, I, I think for me, I think it's been more probably the starting pitching. I mean, Matt Manning's looked good lately. He's back. I know that they're hoping to get you know a guy like Casey Mize back. I don't think it's crazy to talk about seeing him before the end of the year. Michael Lorenzen's been great. And they, they got him off the street before the season started. And now they're able to talk about flipping him into a real asset at the deadline. And so that's really interesting to me. I really think they've done a great job with him this year. Eduardo Rodriguez is throwing the best baseball that arguably he's thrown as an entire career. So the starting pitching for me has actually been the, the most pleasant surprise, just based on what I thought they would be versus what they became. Man, I like Foley. I really do. I, I think he's the best closer uh, on that back end. I, I, I like it. Lang's been solid, but I, I just really like Foley. I like what Scott Harris has done. In less than a year on the job, I'll take it. And I like where they're going. I don't have high expectations, but they're only five back. We're talking about buying. At, when was the last time we talked about buying at a trade deadline? How long has it been, Daniel? In 2016. Yeah, I was going to say seven, six, seven years, right? Yep, last time. And, and since that time, it's been all about being the team that, that gets the lottery tickets, right? And as we know, you know, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, maybe a third of your minor league prospects end up as significant major league contributors. They really are a lot of tickets. So it's nice to have an idea where you could actually go get something that's more proven. And Dave Dombrowski made a career out of this, taking the best prospects that his team had and flipping those guys into major league pieces. I mean, a little, little behind the curtain story for you. I mean, th- there was literally, there were literally conversations within the Tigers back in the day when Dave Dombrowski was the general manager, and he would say to his scouts, hey, look, I want you to get me a guy who dominated in college in the fifth, sixth, seventh round who can come and dominate the lower levels of the minor leagues, dot, 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 so I can trade him. And that was his business practice. That was the way he ran the show. And that is not a bad business plan if you're very, very clear about the direction that you have. So, you know, this can work. It has worked. And it's nice to actually think that the Tigers could be on the other end of it for a change. Dan Hasty, talented play-by-play voice of the Tigers High affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps in the Midwest League, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, talking Tigers baseball. You mentioned uh, the minor leagues. Uh, who are 
uh, the brightest stars on the farm right now for the Tigers? Well, it's funny because now I think there's a conversation as to who the number one prospect is. And, and we knew this. I mean, the Tigers had the third overall pick in the draft. And I don't think we've talked since then, you know, why Langford was available. They decided to go the high school route. They took Max Clark. But uh, I'll let you in a little secret. Max Clark was my favorite player in this year's draft. And I'm not saying it in hindsight. I just don't like saying it in front of the line because if they don't take your guy, you're, you're, you're not too happy. But this was my favorite player in the 2023 MLB draft. Yes, more than Paul Skeens. Yes, more than Dylan Cruz and Wyatt Langford. Because, and we've talked about this before, a lot of the old Tigers teams were constructed upon these guys who could hit but not really do a whole lot beyond that. So if those guys went maybe 0 for 4 in you know a divisional playoff game or an ALCS game, they really didn't bring a whole lot to the table beyond that. So they really weren't offering anything beyond their 0 for 4 at the plate. So they were kind of a zero overall that day. Max Clark is not that guy. He is a plus in multiple areas. And he's a guy that is going to help you win a baseball game every single night, one way or another. And I love guys like that. And Max Clark was the only person in the top five of that draft that had that ability, that you could say that about. So, yes, Max Clark for the win all day. I'm so excited. I think, to to me, I think he could very well be the number one prospect in the organization. I think he'd be the number one prospect for a number of different major league teams. But when you've got a guy like Colt Keith who's been tearing the cover off the ball at every single level, and he's also, what, one stop away from the major leagues, it's hard to go against Colt Keith. But between Keith and Clark, they've got what I like to call killers. And every good major league organization needs them. You think about Scott Harris. He used to be with the Chicago Cubs. He had his pillars. It included Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo back in the day. Well, now he's trying to find pillars, and I think he's actually starting to build a little bit of them. Uh, who's the fastest riser? I, I, Cole Keith, I don't think that's a stretch, is it? Cole Keith was essentially, you know, forgotten about and was not even a top 100 prospect. And, you know, we used to pound the table for Cole Keith to be one of those even last year. But he injured his shoulder. He got his shoulder messed up. And we never saw him for the last three months of the season. So people sort of forgot about him. And now everybody is trying to kind of kind of catch up to where we were at, at this time last year. Everybody's saying, oh, okay, not only is this a really good player, but he might be one of the best prospects in baseball. We, we didn't know that. Well, some of us knew that. We, we, we've been talking about Cole Keith for a while now. We knew Cole Keith was a special prospect, but now you look at places like Baseball America, for example. They have Cole Keith, I want to say, at number 20 or perhaps now just inside their top 20 prospects out of their top 100. And right behind him is Max Clark. But, I mean, a year ago at this time, he wasn't even in the top 100. So if you're talking about guys who have moved up that ladder fast, yeah, Colt Keith is the poster boy. Dan Hasty, radio play-by-play voice, Tigers High affiliate West Michigan Whitecaps in the Midwest League, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So where are the Tigers next spring? Uh, When you look at this roster uh, with the players that have stepped up with what is down on the farm, with what they'll get during the winter, maybe even here 
uh, at the end of the month with a trade deadline if they buy. How do you think they look uh, in Lakeland early 2024? Yeah, I, I think they're gonna. You know, they, they've got a lot of reason to, you know, take calculated risks. Uh, I like the idea that they could take some calculated risks because that's what they talk about, kind of building their their baseball team up. So, you know, I, I think we're gonna look at this team a year from now. Do I think they're gonna go out and get Shohei Otani? Nope, no, I don't. But uh, I think they're gonna go out. And I think they're gonna add some pieces that can make this a, a better baseball team. You know, remember when Scott Harris was in San Francisco, for example? I mean, he took an 80 win team and a couple, like a year or two in to his time there made them like a 110 win caliber. It was crazy how fast he got those guys. I mean, there was a lot of people at work there far on Zidi, for example, but there, he was part of that. And he's part of the big reason why the giants had the turnaround that they had. So really, really excited to, to see what that could look like. Of course, you know, you got to think that that conversation starts with adding a top of the line bat, somebody who can produce runs, somebody who can kind of fit, the Scott Harris profile to a T. I think they're going to have that chance. I don't know where that's coming from at the moment, but the good news is, is they can go sign it or they can go trade for it because I, I think we're going to start to see an influx and I think we're going to see improved player development. I think the indications have already been there. I think we've seen the, the evidence to suggest that player development is taking steps forward in that area. I still think they have a little work to do on the offensive side. The pitching is doing a nicer, a better job, I think, than the offense. But Scott Harris has already admitted that, so we're not really telling any tales out of school there. But I think they're going to have themselves in a good position, especially if they – finished encouraged based on what they saw this year to go out and maybe add something that can provide a little bit of offense for them for next year. Yeah, and, I, and that hopefully if they're still in the pennant race here in the next 10 days, next week that they'll add a bat or two before this trade deadline and then almost be set going in uh, to next spring. Maybe one more starter, uh, if not two more starters, depending on where the health is at at all levels inside their organization. But I, I like what I'm seeing, and I like the Harris touch uh, so far. Uh, Dan Hasty, talented voice of the high A West Michigan Whitecaps in the Midwest League. It will be interesting if Max Clark could end up in West Michigan a year from now, give or take. <laughs> I, I think it's almost a guarantee. I mean, what was it, 2019 2019- West Michigan Whitecaps were a low A affiliate of the Tigers and Riley Green, who was the number five overall pick at that particular time, he finished that season in West Michigan. And now, you have to keep this in mind, the Whitecaps are now a high A affiliate. So if they go with the Riley Green plan, but for Max Clark, then yeah, we're talking about somebody that will probably finish the season at the low A level. But this is also a little different because low A is right next to the rookie league. I mean, literally, it's right across the street. So if, if they see what they need to see from the rookie level competition with Max Clark, they could easily just say, hey, why don't you head over to that bigger field and, and play there instead? And then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks go by. He looks really good there. They know they're going to send him to West Michigan to start 2024. So why not give him a cup of coffee to end the season this year? I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. He's obviously going to have to go out and really, really, really play well. 
But to me, that's definitely something that we could see from Clark. I think he's got a really, really special skill set, and I'm really excited to watch once he starts playing games. Danny, always good to catch up and talk baseball. Safe travels. Thanks, Billy. Appreciate uh, you. I did. He's also voice of the Detroit Titans, college basketball. Uh, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber is a craft coffee roasted in Grand Rapids. They bring up uh, the beans from Central and South America. Uh, you can find Roast Umber uh, in your local stores or order it up online for your home or business at RoastUmber.com. They also have the Nitro Cold Brew, uh, the wake-up energy drink with no additives or sugar. That's RoastUmber.com. On the way... We'll talk Lions. The money badger's gone. They got Mims. I think that's a great trade. The wide out from the Jets. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network. He'll join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network for my friends on the DraftKings Casino app. So right now, they've got a great deal going for new customers who sign up using promo code HUGE. If you do that and deposit at least $5, you can get a match on that first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Pretty simple. All you got to do is sign up using promo code HUGE and you can play the classic games like slots, roulette, and blackjack and exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. And one of the best parts of this app is it's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE, and you'll get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more, up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the Huge Show and X's and Bros, or just text GOLF to 21,000 to enter. That's GOLF to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies, because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Hot winds and scorching July nights. We've turned up the heat, and one lucky player every hour has the chance to win up to $5,000 in sizzling premium play. Blaze in to win red-hot prizes every Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. It's scorching July nights, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, mine, yours, and our big-name guest. I think Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, one of the greatest to ever put on a Lions uniform. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, big man? I'm great, huge. How you doing today? Doing good. Uh, ready for training camp that starts at the end of the month. I did just see that the Lions at the Chiefs in terms of future sports events right now, is one of the toughest tickets in America. Wow. Hey, I could see that. Huge, I'm telling you, man. I haven't seen the buzz or been around the buzz like this in the city. And people talking about this team the way they've been talking about it. I haven't been around this in a long, long time. The excitement is here. Man, you got so many people thinking that the Lions are in position to not only win their division, they they definitely think they could beat Kansas City the first game of the season. And I even heard of future the Super Bowl. So the fans are ready. They are ready to rock and roll this year. Yeah, all these uh, demand tickets, most of them are week one in the NFL. And then also Lionel Messi's debut tonight uh, with Inter-Miami uh, with the MLS is up there at number six. But the Lions are number three in demand for tickets. Patriots and the Eagles at one. Bears and the Packers season opener at two. Lions and the Chiefs at three. Steelers and the Niners at four. Jets and the Bills at five, especially with Rodgers' debut. And then Lionel Messi's debut tonight with Inter-Miami. Giants and the Cowboys week one at number seven. Broncos, Raiders, in Vegas, number eight, I assume a lot of Denver fans will be out there. And then uh, Browns-Jets Hall of Fame game, which is a small stadium. And then also Raiders-Niners uh, NFL preseason. I don't know how why that's big demand, but it is. So there you go. A lot of people looking at this team, Lomas, and they're thinking that, uh, you know, if the Lions go win in Kansas City with their last win – on national TV at Lambeau to keep the Packers out of the playoffs. Alliance fans are going to believe that the Lions can win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, they are. I'm telling you, you got fans right now that believe that. So 
that's not a far stretch to think that if they can accomplish that and beat Kansas City the first game of the season, man, the momentum should just be so great for them, especially, like you're saying, you think about it, going on the road and winning in Lambeau, then if you're able to go uh, to Kansas City and beat them there, I mean, kudos to the Lions. So, you know, the excitement is real. The team is real. I think what they're building over there is real and sustainable. And like I say, we hadn't been able to say that in a long time around here. So with all the hype we've heard with the demand for that ticket, which I think is based on Lions fans who are going going to go to Kansas City, um, and Kansas City alone is a tough ticket for their fan base, what, what gives you hope they could win the Super Bowl this year and what makes you stop in your tracks on both ends? Well, I mean, for me, it's all about taking steps. That's what it's all about. And, again, you can't skip any processes. You can't skip any steps. So, to me, that's why I get hesitant when people start saying the Super Bowl. Yeah, you, you, you have a shot. Every th- all 32 teams have a shot at getting there. But, again, my thing is, Take care of home field advantage. When you're eight games at home, you can split on the road. That'll give you 12 games, uh, 12 to 13 games right there, and then you host a playoff game. To me, if they could get in position to win the division, host the playoff game, and I'm not even looking, you know, they don't, for me, for me personally, they don't even have to win that playoff game. I just think we need to host the playoff game. Now, I know that's not what Brad and and uh, Dan Campbell and the organization is thinking. I know they're thinking beyond that. I'm just saying personally for me, that would show me that this team is still continuing to grow and growing in the right direction. Where have they grown the most since that win over Green Bay to end last year? Uh, say that again, Hugh. Where where have the Lions grown the most since the last game of this past season to close out well, that 8-2 run? I, I think maturity-wise, because think about it. You've been hearing all this all season, man, you guys are going to be good. You guys should win the division. You guys are going to do this. You guys are going to do that. It takes a sense of maturity on the player's part to kind of put that noise to the side, continue the work to get better. The things that you have to do to become a better ball player, that's what you have to continue to work on. It's so easy, as we know, uh, you just it's, it's human nature. Man, people patting you on your back and telling you how good you are, pretty soon you start believing that. So to me, I just think it's going to come in the way of them mentally maturing. I think physically we're there with any other team in this league. Talent-wise, we're there with any other team in this league. Now you got to take it to the mental approach and make make sure mentally that you're where you need to be at as a team and you're constantly there uh, for the 18, 18, 19, however many weeks this season would be this year. Let's move on and talk about the Mims pickup. Uh, here's a guy who can run a, a another sub 4-4. They hardly gave up anything. Uh, I think Rodgers has the cast of receivers he wants that's familiar with him. So Mims was expendable considering you're losing Jamison for six games because of the gambling suspension. I love that Mims pickup. Yeah, I think it's a great pickup too. I mean, again, 
the one of the biggest things for me, Hughes, this year is going to be depth. You know, we know what we got with our first 22 guys, right? Our first 11 starters on offense and our first 11 starters on defense. We know what we got there. It's when one of those guys go down who steps up in that spot and can continue to play at a high level. That's where we have to continuously add at, continuously keep getting better with adding depth. And I think this was a great pickup again. Like you say, with Jamison missing these first six games, you could never have enough depth. So I, I think this was a great move by Brad. And as we know, this won't be the last move. These guys are always continuously doing the season trying to get better. Therefore, that means looking at different people that come in and out the facility. So I, I like the move. I think everything they've been doing so far has been getting a thumbs up for me and this things that are going to help this team uh, reach their goal in 2023. Lois Brown for the Lions Radio Network, former Lion, joining us on the Rose Umber Coffee Guest Line, talking Lions offseason football. Yeah, my only two flags, and I uh, have never hid this since the end of last season, would be uh, obviously the backup quarterback, which sits at Nate Sudfeld right now on the depth chart, and with the money badger, uh, Badgley being released, uh, you know, is Riley Patterson good enough to kick for them? He was good enough to, you know, help Jacksonville get to the playoffs. I love Fox the punter. I'm fine with Raymond being the lead returner if they don't find one or two more uh, here before the start of the regular season in Kansas City. But, you know, kicking in that backup QB, That's now those are my flags. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, again, you're right. For me, it's the backup QB. That's definitely my biggest flag. And you're right. I mean, we never had to think about this before in our franchise's history about kickers. And, you know, over the past couple of years, that's been kind of a sore spot for us. So I definitely think that the quarterback position, man, that's something that definitely, to me, has to be addressed I think sooner than later. I, I, you know, I just don't think you could go into the season with Sudfeld as your primary backup. I think you just have to have a contingency plan or somebody that you know you could bring in or somebody that's suitable um, to bring in the church. You know, to keep things going in the unfortunate. Uh, mishap of Jerry getting hurt. So I'm with you on that, Hughes. I, I just think we definitely have to have a backup quarterback. You know, one strength now is the running back position. You're seeing all across the league now that teams aren't spending a lot of money on running backs, but uh, between drafting Gibbs and having Montgomery, uh, the Lions are set for a few years. Yeah, they are, but the, I think the Lions were set regardless. Because of our offensive line. When you got a great offensive line like what we have, I mean a top one, two, three at the most offensive line, you could plug and play. You, to be honest with you, the Lions could have been like a lot of these teams. They could have devalued the running back position just because, of, again, you got a great offensive line. You could pretty much put anybody behind the offensive line and they're going to have some success. So, to me, the Lions are set because of the big boys that they have up front. And like I say, even if we wouldn't have gotten Montgomery, even if it was still DeAndre Swift that we had back there and Jamal, 
you know, we still was going to have a formidable running game because of our offensive line. Also, Aaron Rodgers already creating doubt on how long he's going to play for the Jets. Uh, good luck, Aaron, with that New York media. I just want to wish you a lot of luck leaving uh, small town Green Bay uh, for New York City. And that has just opened up the door for the Lions. I know the Bears had a great offseason. Vikings still have a fantastic offense. I'm not sure about that defense. And your Detroit Lions, uh, a high Super Bowl favorite on a lot of boards in terms of being the best play. We even talked Super Bowl to start this conversation, Lomas. When was the last time we talked, not playoffs, but Super Bowl in our conversations? Man, huge. Have we ever? I can't remember mm. us, not at least me and you. I can't remember us having that conversation. No, I'm trying to you know, when the conversation began. Hey, Lomas is going to join us from the Lions Radio Network. Let's talk right. about Super Bowl. Let's talk about uh, the Lions, uh, the third most demanded ticket for uh, week one in the NFL. I mean, off of what they did uh, in yeah. Green Bay on national TV, they're back on national TV, the very first game standalone until everybody starts up on September 10th. Just look at from where they were, one and six, where you and I were talking about, is Dan Campbell going to be good enough? Is golf really long-term? Think yeah. about that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. But it feels great, doesn't it, Hughes? It feels great to pe- for people to be talking about the Lions in a positive light. And that's what I'm happy about. Amen. Uh, And also later in August, on Thursday, August 17th, Lomas and Herman Moore will join me uh, with Josh Garvey and our friends from Dorn Mayhew. We'll be there in Troy previewing the Lions season. Lomas, my best to you. Get out there and enjoy the rest of the summer. We'll talk football soon. Okay, thanks, Hugh. All right, Lomas Brown checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess I'm talking Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw that list, you know, with Messi making his debut tonight in the MLS for Miami, Inter-Miami. They all got to pick up, like, you know, the international names trying to be hip. How about the U.S. and the Women's World Cup? And you know I talk soccer more than any show, if you've listened over the 22 years. But the marketing of this Women's World Cup is the worst I've ever seen. There's no hype. There's no feel to it. Nothing. And we have the best team in the world. There's nothing. Nada. Squat. Zippo. Matter of fact, I forgot they're playing tonight. And I got reminded on, you know, somebody tweeted or, you know, U.S. soccer did. Just horrible. Just absolutely brutal marketing. And by the way, you're not up against a lot right now. I heard more about the NBA Summer G League than I have about the Women's World Cup. Is it because it's in New Zealand, Australia? Those aren't bad places, by the way. I I don't get it. I really don't. Usually anything where you're red, white, and blue, I'm all over it. I'm bringing my soccer insiders, John Conlon or Joey Baroni or the Baroni brothers. I don't got enough microphones and chairs to fit in all the Baronis. But they bring good food, so I'm okay with them coming in studio. 
It's like when I was talking to Steve Jabbar, the owner of the Grand Rapids Gold, the G League team for the world champion Denver Nuggets. You have got to market your product. Too many people just expect people to show up or watch. Doesn't work that way. But I'll watch tonight because I still am a fan of America. And anybody who puts on the red, white, and blue to represent this country, I'm good with them. They're playing Vietnam. I don't know if you need a lot of hype for that game. I'm not downplaying the Vietnamese team. If that's not 11 nothing, I'd be stunned. And that's big in soccer. That's like winning a football game 100 to nothing. Callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Can a radio ad make Michigan's roads safer? Well, a lot of you are in your car on a Michigan road right now. So when it comes to traffic safety, looks like you're in the driver's seat, figuratively and literally. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police wants everyone to be safe on the roads. Can a radio ad make that happen? Maybe. Can you make that happen? Definitely. After all, you're in the driver's seat. Bill Simonson here with a message from my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's the new managing shareholder for Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together as one of America's top accounting and business firms. And speaking of business, if you're a business owner, decision maker, Bean Garter has retirement planning services in combination with Dorn Mayhew that can help take a lot of work off of your plate. Third-party administrator for 401k and 403b plans. They plan, document, design, and have maintenance of all plans. They can help you today. Go to BeanGarter.com for more information. Annual employer reporting, Form 589.55 preparation and filing, and compliance testing. So let BeanGarter help you with your retirement planning services for your company. Stronger Together now with Dorn Mayhew. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, the only show that's syndicated in the afternoon when it comes to sports across Michigan. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, thehugeshow.net, we have our free stream, which is 24-7, weekdays at 3. We're live, and also tonight at 6 p.m. until Monday at 3 p.m., the Mike Sadler Tribute Show that aired two days after he died in Wisconsin seven years ago. Uh, will air as our tribute to his legacy, 6 p.m. tonight until Monday at 3 p.m. You can hear the Mike Sadler tribute show with Joe Jason, who is filling in for me, with Mitch Lyons, Mark D'Antonio, and others. Uh, 6 p.m. tonight until Monday at 3 p.m. at thehugeshow.net. And huge love to everybody who knew Mike. Big. Bad. Huge. 